You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire, the show where we celebrate female vocalists, classic and modern Australian and international. I'm thrilled to have the company of a special guest this week, Tamara Reichman of Tomorrow and the Dreams. Did I pronounce that right? I should have checked that yeah. out. Yeah. How are you going today? Yeah, really good. I just got back from babysitting. <laughs> There you go. And today I had a haircut, which is exciting. I was going to say your hair does look incredibly good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really making the most of it today. That's right. Some of us had a little bit of time between haircuts. (laughs) Yeah, my last haircut was like seven months ago. and I was really excited for this one. So we're here today to celebrate your latest single, St Kilda Beach. It came up. On my um, on my little AMRAP feed last week upon its release, I was super excited to hear it. Um, probably not, you know, just on, on initial reflection, probably not exactly what someone thinks of Australian beaches if you're from overseas. Exactly, yeah. I love St Kilda Beach because it's like so distinct. It's so not what you'd expect. <laughs> what what inspired you to write a song about you know look I mean it's not all hatred but a lot of it is wrath about the beach did you have a particularly bad experience there or is it just a general feeling about it it's just I've I always go to St Kilda Beach because it's just like the closest nice place to where I live I guess so I always just end up there but it means that I always end up there when I need to like have a cry or I'm having like a terrible day. So I always find myself at St Kilda Beach just feeling absolutely terrible, but it's a good place to feel terrible in. Yeah. So it's like, I love the beach, but I have a lot of memories there that are really intense, like a lot of intense phone calls and feelings and things have happened there. Yeah. The other part that's interesting is that there's a refrain that says, I want to ride away on the boardwalk. I think this is the most banter about a beach boardwalk since Bette Midler in the original beaches as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was really inspired by like that fifties and sixties, like surf rock vacation, Coney Island kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, so do you spend a lot of time... And this, I don't really know where I'm going. I was going to say, does, do you spend a lot of time in the water there? I mean, what's it... What You know, I'm from Sydney where the beaches are, you know... I mean, St Kilda's Beach has got to be one of the worst beaches in the country, right? Yeah, it's a pretty terrible beach. The water, When you come out of the water, you feel sticky and, like, polluted. Um, but I think that's really part of how beautiful it is. Like, it's so Melbourne to have a beach that's, like, that's your only option and it's like super cultural and has a lot of history but like not like kind of gross yeah but I do spend a lot of time in the water yeah so St Gilda Beach is the latest single off your EP cracked phone screens which is you know I think I think you're calling it an EP it feels like a compilation of songs that you've put together over the last couple years since 2019 is that an accurate reflection of of the EP Yeah, it's kind of like closing the chapter 
of all the songs that I've managed to put out um, since 2019 and all the procrastination that's happened in between. But I always knew that I wanted the songs to be like in a package together and I'm really proud that it's like finally happened and they have a name and they're all together, yeah. What makes the the title for Cracked Phone Screens relevant for this compilation? I mean, it does feel very i'm trying to think of the word it does feel very very 2021 right this whole compilation it has lots of references to modern life and being a young person in modern life which i was particularly fond of you know i think there's a lot of people writing throwback music with throwback references now you've sort of it feels to me like you've thrown all that out the window and you've really written something of the time and era that you exist in. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, totally. I feel like it's really like pandemic to write songs about the internet and phones and stuff, but I've been writing songs about phone addiction. Like that's my whole shtick for like all these years that I've been doing. It's all about like, isolation and loneliness and connection and and that kind those kind of themes and I think that yeah it all really tied together super well and yeah I guess I love the idea of writing about like things that we're experiencing now but like with the sound of like rock and roll or like throwback kind of guitar music yeah Tell me about the dreams, the backing bands uh, that you've been alongside there. Who who are those people and how much of a contribution do they make in the in the writing and recording process? My band has gone through like five or six different lineups um, since I started it. It's been like a real learning process. And I think everyone that's been part of the band has really shaped it in a way and like added their own thing to all of the songs. But right now it's my besties Katie and Laura and it means a lot to me that we're all like girls and non-binary people and yeah it's a really like nice space to be creating in but yeah I pretty much produce all the songs and and write them and and just like bring them to the band to add their their little flares and parts and stuff now, you talked about this EP sort of bookmarking the end of a chapter. Yeah. Um, bookmarking the end of a chapter. You know, if you throw your mind back to 2019, at the start of the releases and when this project was sort of started, what are you most proud of in terms of your songwriting and musicianship to have improved on? And, you know, some of these more recent releases, what are the things that you go, wow, I'm, I, I really got good at that or... I want to get better at this on the next thing. What What is it? I think I'm really, that's a really nice question. I'm really proud of finding my way in the music scene, like from absolutely no experience and knowledge to like, fit, like finding a network and community of people, figuring out how to collaborate with people and like let others help me with my music and yeah, just like the people I've met through it, probably. Now, I guess a little bit of these, you know, probably not all of them. Some of them were released as far back as 2019, but a few of these have been released during the pandemic as mm-hmm. well. Are you now going through the process of 
working out how they get performed live or were you clever enough to work that out before you recorded them? I've been playing all these songs live for like a really, really long time. And they've definitely changed with all the different band lineups. But I think because they're such like I've been playing them for so long that it's like really comfortable now. And I guess our set is like a mixture of those older songs and like newer songs that I've written that I'm really excited to record in the future. Yeah. Cool. So what has got left off? So you've, you've been writing a little bit over the last couple of months and, and, you know, sometimes I guess that's the other thing about these pandemic records. They've been delayed and people, musicians are feeling a little bit like they're onto their next thing or they're ready to write again. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I've got no doubt that you're still excited about this stuff and you still got to play it, but it, is is there a little part of your head that's ready for the next the next record the next writing process definitely this is very much like wrapping up a chapter and saying goodbye and like putting it in a box and like giving it one last bit of love and like push and and i guess kind of introducing the band to a wider audience but yeah way bigger and better things are coming yes <laughs> So aside from the, the, you know, the writing process as well, I assume that there's a little bit of touring on the horizon over the next month. I was fortunate, somewhat unrelated, but you know, look, go with me on this. In the 10 minutes before we started chatting here, I actually booked my first interstate show, a band that is touring from your fair state, 3070 up here. Very excited about that. Been the first oh, time. Awesome. Since the pandemic, since the second lockdown, that we've seen someone outside of the New South Wales borders perform live, are you getting to leave the fair state of Victoria in the next few months to um, bring your wares to the country? Yeah, perhaps. I love thir- thirty seventy. That's super exciting. They're you get to see them all the time down there. They don't get to come yeah, up to you very often. It seems like they're playing every second gig in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've like accidentally seen them many times. But um, actually this Sunday we're playing our first show out of Melbourne and it's actually in Castlemaine. So just north of Melbourne, a little town. Um, and I'm really excited for that. We were supposed to play in Sydney this year. But yeah, it was July and that just didn't happen. So yeah, hopefully we'll be touring really soon. Hopefully a big rock star band wants to take us on tour. That's my hope. Shout out to a big rock star band. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, interesting though, it's a bit of a side note, Castle, Maine, that mm. theatre there. I mean, TFS just played there this week. You know, for, for us Sydney siders who don't know anything about Castle, Maine, has that become like sort of a little arts hub or something? What's going on there? Yeah, I guess like regional Victoria is really cool because it attracts people that want a little different vibe to Melbourne and like has a really cool art scene. So yeah, I haven't actually seen a gig there. I've done I've done a bushwalk there. It's pretty nice. Very gold rush era. So maybe a more wholesome weekend away than your typical rock and roll. Actually, no, that's not right. You're probably just cheaper schooners. I know how you lot roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to do the show because I want to swim in the res and like take a beautiful country drive. That's kind of why I want to tour Australia. Yeah, there you go. Well, yes, the Castle Main Reservoir, probably a little cleaner than the St Kilda Beach. One might yes. say. 
Great, great. I'm circling back. I know, it brings us all the way back. That was super good. (laughs) Tamara, it's been an absolute joy to have you on. If you want to get a hold of the EP, I would assume you jump on Bandcamp, search for Tamara and the Dreams. I just want to accentuate Dreams because for some reason I kept confusing you for the Dreamers. It's definitely the Dreams. Um, Yes. I can, uh, you know, I'm sort of on a little bit of a roll here yelling at people over the radio that sharing your Spotify playlist is not simply not enough in this era. Get on Bandcamp, spend some money. Have you guys got some cute merch or something that I can spend money on? Yeah, we do. We have T-shirts that I recently got printed like right in the middle of the pandemic. So yeah, but I'm actually shocked at how supportive people are on Bandcamp. Like I get emails, like someone's downloaded your stuff on Bandcamp. I'm like, who are these people? That's so nice. Well, it's, it's the least anyone can do. You know, you're looking at a couple of bucks, just go do it. It's, it's sort of like a tip jar for your favorite bands. It's a dollar. Like it's better than putting it into your sports bet account. I'm telling you. So Get out there and do that. Tamara and the Dreams. Where can we find you on Instagram or social media? That Yeah, it's all Tamara and the Dreams. Yeah, just search for it and we'll come up. I'm extremely active online. Tamara, tell me, uh, to take us out today, we're going to give a listen to your latest single, St. Kilda Beach. Could you please give us an introduction to take us out? St. Kilda Beach, this song is super close to my heart. I wrote it out of love and hate and deep emotion triggered by the beach, St Kilda Beach. It's pretty underrated, but also overrated. And yeah, this song is really special to me. It's inspired by Elvis Presley and I hope you like it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Tamara. Let me just shut.